I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. This Nashville, Tennessee native graduated from Wesley College, but her thirst for knowledge was not easily quenched. She went on to obtain graduate degrees in psychology and counseling from Tufts University and Georgia State. And then she saw more of the world than most people ever will. After college, she made four trips to Europe in less than five years. Interestingly enough, on her fourth trip, she found God at a study center that bills itself as the Shelter for Honest Questions. It's a place where individuals have the opportunity to seek answers to the tough questions about God and the significance of human life. With the benefit of hindsight, it is so fitting that this is where her journey with Christ began. When at Covenant Seminary, she met Stephen, the man who would eventually become her husband. They fell in love, got married, and took positions at Mission to the World, an organization whose main purpose is to bring Matthew 28, 19 through 20 to life. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. After joining the organization, the two worked in Japan and Australia, planting churches and counseling people. And for many years, their work and ministry focused on Japanese people living in Perth, Western Australia. Now, I've never been to Perth, and if you haven't, let me tell you what this is all about. You see, Perth, Australia is one of the most isolated metropolitan areas in the world. The city of Perth and its surrounding suburbs are located on the Swan Coastal Plain. That's on the banks of the Swan River, and it's stretched along this thin strip of land between the Indian Ocean and the Darling Scarp. This isolation has come with its own set of challenges for locals and visitors alike. And while Perth offers an abundance of outdoor activities and I'm told pristine beaches that I hope one day I get to see, many residents find themselves longing for an opportunity to connect with others from around the world. And so though she and her husband now live in the U.S., during all the years they spent in Perth, they had two children and grandchildren here in the States. And they could easily identify with this feeling of distance and being less connected. In fact, she admitted in one of her famous email interviews that living on the opposite side of the planet from her children and grandchildren was painful and that she really missed them as well as other members of their family and close friends. And yes, you did hear that, right? Her email was the primary method of communication for everything due to her remote location. But living in a remote location wasn't the only challenge that she had to partner with God to navigate. When she was diagnosed with not one, but two infections related to Lyme's disease, she had to come back to the U.S. for six months for intensive treatment. And sadly, the treatment did not help. 
And for several years, she's also battled chronic dizziness, which has made life even more difficult on an almost daily basis. Like the woman with the issue of blood whose life was chronicled in the gospel, she endured much at the hand of many physicians with no lasting result. Yet she has an amazing perspective about it all. She sees her God-given assignment as providing a lifeline to people who feel as if they are sinking in hopelessness. Who am I talking about? The woman that inspires people to hold on to hope across the globe, the unparalleled Sarah Young. Sarah is passionate and she's a devoted Christian who has been biblically conservative in her faith and reformed in her doctrine. She and her husband, Stephen, are members of the Presbyterian Church of America, where Stephen serves as an ordained minister. In the beginning, Stephen and Sarah worked side by side as missionaries for Mission to the World. And as much as she would have loved to have been healthy, she says that her chronic illnesses have been joyfully received, that they have allowed her to reflect on God's goodness and strength, even in crisis, that she's learned how to rely on Christ's sufficiency. Sarah felt that when she was living in Australia as a missionary, her health struggles actually helped her to work collaboratively with Jesus. Her awareness of her weakness left her with no choice but to depend on God and helped her to relate better to the women that she had been mentoring. And do you know what Sarah Young has been doing since 2004? She's been publishing books because publishing books is the best way to build authority, become the go-to expert in your field. And it's one of the fastest ways to get clients and grow ministries consistently, even when you live in one of the most remote areas of the world. Sarah's first book, Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence, is a daily devotional book that helps readers experience deeper relationships with Christ daily. The 365-day journal was inspired in part by God Calling, a book by A.J. Russell written years prior. Jesus Calling was a surprise hit, to say the least, because during its first three years, it sold just 59,000 copies, despite backing from a major publishing house. But by 2008, sales started to explode, selling over 200,000 in 2008 alone. And just five years later, nine years after initial publication, Jesus Calling sold more copies in 2013 than the much buzzed about titles of that day, like Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook fame and the infamous Fifty Shades of Grey. Despite strong objections from some within the evangelical community who labeled Sarah as heretical, Jesus Calling has caught on like wildfire and ended up being much more than a book. It's also a brand, a brand that offers a quarterly magazine, a TV show, a blog that generates nearly 50,000 views per month, and a podcast with millions of downloads per year. It has been 18 years since publication and sales are still growing, though some may question her intentions. Sarah is connecting with her audience, and she firmly believes that she is making a difference God's way. And that led to success after success after success with Jesus Today, my personal favorite, Jesus Always, and the latest, Jesus Listening, published in 2021. 
All right, family, let's unpack some takeaways. The first one is simple, and I'm going to sum it up with three words, not so fast. We can easily put a period where God has simply placed a comma. While 59,000 books sold over three years may sound like a lot to us, it wasn't nearly what Sarah's publisher was expecting. But then book sales skyrocketed over 200,000 copies, and then it nearly doubled every year thereafter. It sold in 26 different languages, impacting people of various nationalities, cultures, and backgrounds. It is so easy to think that something is over when it's really just an intermission. It's really just a pause. And God has a second act in store that's greater than we could ever imagine. So not so fast. Second, another three words, never stop dreaming. When Sarah was asked to reflect on her thoughts about Jesus calling, when it hit 30 million in sales, she summed it up in one word, miraculous. She went on to say that she could remember sitting at her desk in Perth, Australia, daydreaming about reaching the 100,000 milestone. She said it seemed like such a pipe dream at the time, but the Lord has done great things for us. Indeed, Sarah, the Lord has done great things for you, and I believe that he will do great things for you that are listening right now, too. Lastly, don't underestimate the power of partnership and backlinks. Not only does Sarah's podcast feature celebrities like Kathy Lee Guilford, uh, T.D. Jakes, Reba McIntyre, Rita Wilson, Randy Travis, Charlie Daniels, and Melinda Gates, but from what I can tell, her Jesus Calling blog is almost entirely written by other people. There are blogs from up-and-comers like Catherine McNeil, the author of Fearing Bravely, Risking Love for Our Neighbors, Strangers, and Enemies, Long Days of Small Things, Motherhood as a Small Discipline, and All Shall Be Well, Awakening God's Presence in His Messy, Abundant World. Now, how do I know this? Because it's all at the end of Catherine's blog entitled, Love Goes Outside the Comfort Zone, along with the links to her website, her Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter. So you may ask, why is Catherine investing time in writing content for other people's blogs when if you were to go to her page, she has less than 5,000 followers between all of her platforms combined? It is because she knows the power of backlinks. Commonly referred to as inbound links or external links in the world of SEO, search engine optimization, backlinks are links that point from a page on one site to another. So for example, an author has a featured blog on website A, Sarah Young's website, that links back to website B, their website. So both Sarah and Catherine recognize the power. Sarah is getting additional content from Catherine that helps to continue to nurture her Jesus Calling audience. And Catherine gets the benefit of association with Sarah Young. And the people that are coming to visit her site, maybe just maybe, 
will stumble upon her article and then they will go to her social media pages and her website to learn more about her. But enough of that example, just imagine that your blog is featured on Sarah Young's website. Can you imagine what that would do in terms of opportunities for you? You see, backlinks are so important, not only because it allows us to borrow credibility from someone who may be a little further along than we are, but because these external links point to your website, believe it or not, Google actually deems you to be more credible and you are ranked higher in the most popular search engine in the world with over 70% of the search market share. I guess Google reasons it like this. If you have content worthy of other people linking to you, you must be someone powerful. So your next question may be, well, Tam, how do I get started with backlinks? It's a great question and one that I answer in depth in part seven of eight things every Christian author should do in the training in the Christian Authors Network community. So be sure to check out the show notes of this episode for a link to that free training so that you can get started building powerful backlinks today. Then join us next week for the continuation of eight things every Christian author should do. God bless. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.